You are listening to Hope for Today with Alex and Melissa Goncalves. We are committed to helping people find hope in Jesus Christ. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hope for Today. My name is Alex and I am here with Melissa and we pray that as you tune in today, um, you will feel encouraged and you will feel uplifted and um, that this will bring some light during the season that we're in with COVID-19. And the conversation that we are going to have today is around the topic of overcoming adversity. Adversity comes to all of us ever since the fall of man and, and sin entered the world. All humanity faces struggle, pain, and difficulties. Right, and I think understanding this reality can help to ground us so that we are not disillusioned and overtaken when the adversity comes. And you know, the first and most important thing to do when facing adversity is to be rooted in the Word of God. You know, Ephesians 6 says, the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It's our primary Um, offensive weapon in our armor when it comes to fighting the enemy. Yeah, and hopefully we don't wait until crisis comes to get into the Word. Rather, if we're putting God's Word into our heart every day as a lifestyle, then we're going to be better equipped as we walk through trials. God's Word, it becomes like a root system so that when the winds of the waves come, you know, we don't break under those winds. So our minds are changed and renewed by God's word. Our hearts are changed. It's, it's, our, it's our very life and source of truth in the face of all adversity. Yeah, that's so good. And it's in God's word that, you know, we're really reminded who God is. And it's, it's like the more we understand who God is, the more we understand who we are. And I don't mean this in a self-centered way. I really mean this in a way that is God-centered. And, you know, we're created by God for his purposes, right? So with that being said, and and God can use adversity in our lives for his purposes if we allow him to. And in Romans 8.28, it says, And we know that all things work together for those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. And just like Melissa said a few minutes ago, being rooted. Therefore, when we're rooted in God's word, we're actually rooted in God himself. When we're rooted in God, it is him alone that can help us navigate through whatever adversity that we face in our life. Yes, and in addition to the word, you know, these are different tools that that God gives us to face adversity. So in addition to his word and being rooted and grounded in that word is also prayer. And we can pray from crisis or out of relationship with the Lord. There's some people who only spend time in prayer when they're desperate, when they're in trouble, mm-hmm. or they need a way out. God, please get me out of this. I promise, you know, this is the last time, you know, these negotiations we can make with the Lord. And this is really what the Israelites did in the Old Testament. They would live their own way. They'd get into trouble with their enemies. They'd cry out to God for help. God would deliver them. And then they'd go right back to the way they were living before that. So they were not praying from a place of intimacy and relationship with the Lord. They were just trying to get out of their problems. And so which way are we going to approach God 
you know, are we going to pray and, and have that relationship with him every day? Or is it only when the trouble comes that we really seek his face? Yeah, that's good. And it reminds me years ago when we when we attended Trinity years ago in Florida, Pastor Peters, I'll never forget, he preached this message. Um, I don't remember what the title was, but the concept was we either pray out of choice or pray out of crisis. And, you know, praying out of choice, man, I'd, I'd take that any day of the week rather than praying out of crisis. And really, prayer cultivates intimacy in our relationship with God. See, we were designed to have a close, affectionate connection with Jesus. Just like in John 15, 4, where Jesus says, Remain in me as I also remain in you. Um, some more popular translations say abide. But it's that idea that we have this ongoing connection with Christ. So the idea of praying through, adver- ad- praying through adversity isn't to pray simply until the craziness and the challenges are lifted and then stop praying. Turning to prayer is more of a realignment of sorts. It's, let's look at it as a check valve in our life. If you're already continuously remaining in Christ through prayer, don't stop when it gets tough. But if your prayer life has been lacking a bit, there's no better time than when you're in adversity to tighten things up. So this is a reminder. Don't stop don't quit when the adversity is over. We need to continuously remain in Christ. Yeah, and you know, prayer too, I I think it's a, a way of expressing our trust in the Lord. It's, yeah. it's this giving over of control, this surrendering, this communion of God. You know, I'm coming to you. I'm, I'm getting, giving this situation over into your hands, and I'm looking to you uh, regardless of the outcome of what I'm going through. That reminds me of something that I that I actually started practicing, um, and man, I, I have felt a change in how I see things and how I handle things, and it's a, it's really a simple practice. But each night, what I what I've started to do was I would just take um, about five minutes, five to ten minutes, and I would go to a room where I'm alone, where there's no distractions. I wouldn't even put any music on, nothing. Just just being in kind of the stillness. And just coming to God and just letting go of things in my life. And it's not like everything in my life, but just things that I've kind of experienced that day. Or things that I'm in the middle of of being a part of or overseeing. Or just things that are under my responsibility. And it's just a practice that, that I've done. And I've really seen some good fruit of it in just allowing the Lord to come in. And, and it's a part of that remaining in Him. And it's just, again, just just spending time and saying, Lord, I release this to you, the things that I think I understand and the things that I have no clue about, but I'm just going to to let it go and let you have your way in the situation. That's great. And just to recap, so when we're facing adversity, these are just some of the approaches we can take. And number one is get into that word, get it rooted, get it grounded into our hearts, into our minds, coming out of our mouth, keeping it before our eyes day and night, and then prayer and seeking the Lord and and abiding in Him. And then, you know, another strategy to get through and overcome adversity is praise. Praise is a weapon. It's how we fight our battles. It's not just a, a great popular worship song right now, but it is truly a way that the enemy is silenced. 
And when he tries to rob us of our praise, he, he tries to take our strength. And I'll tell you, there's been times with tears running down my face, you know, hands lifted high, where I will just praise and lift up my voice to God regardless of how I feel and how painful what I'm walking through because, number one, like I said, it drives back the enemy. But number two, God deserves our praise regardless of what we're going through. Right. (laughs) That's so on point because when we praise God for who He is, just as much for what He does, that's when we acknowledge God for who He is and, and it opens up our heart towards Him. You know, Jesus told us that the greatest commandment for our life, and in that commandment is found in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And when we love God with all of our being, this causes us to worship and praise the Lord. Therefore, when we praise God, we're proclaiming His greatness and his goodness when we're in, when we're in adversity and when we're not yeah and so i have a personal story about this as well um in 2005 my dad had a massive heart attack um and i was in college at the time in tulsa oklahoma and i just happened to check my voicemail before i left my dorm room And I I got this call from my mom that they were on their way to the ER. My dad, you know, they weren't sure if he was going to make it. They were literally reviving him um, multiple times. And I felt so far away from my family at that time. They were in Florida. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, here I get this very disturbing voicemail. I'm trying to get in touch with my mom. And... And even at that point, there was just so much unknown. And I literally just felt something rise up on the inside of me. I put on some praise music, and I just started doing warfare, but through praise, not for what was happening, but declaring the victory over my dad. He was going to live. He was not going to die. That God's word was true. And I just felt like there was a battle taking place at the very moments that they were reviving him, they actually had to revive him six times um, in that emergency room. And I just thank God that they didn't stop after the third time or the fourth time, that they just continued to try because after that sixth time, you know, he did revive and and come back and recover from that. And it was a very trying time for our family. Um, but, you know, praise does things in a spiritual realm. And, And I just felt like for me in that moment, that was fighting that battle, that was putting on, you know, that garment of praise and and allowing the angels to go to work in the heavenly realms because, you know, there was nothing I could do. There was really nothing anyone could do except the Lord. It It was a divine miracle that he made it through that. And so the enemy is pushed back and and God receives the glory when we praise him. Yeah, and we see different stories in the Bible when they were in battle. What did they do? They sent forth the worshipers. Right. They sent forth those that that had that instrument. They sent forth those to to raise their voice, right? Just like when they went around um, Jericho. And on the seventh day, they, they released a sound, which goes back to, Melissa, your point, 
that praise is our weapon. You know, we're going to continue this conversation in the next episode. We're going to do a part two of overcoming adversity. But in the meantime, just think about these things that we've shared. If you're in the middle of adversity, which a lot of us are with, with, with what's going on, um, the first thing is, are you rooted in God's word? The second is your prayer life. Is your prayer life where it needs to be? And it's not from a religious standpoint, but it's from the standpoint of having an active connectivity with Jesus Christ, having that intimate relationship that's ongoing. And then third is is just just praising God, praising the Lord each and every day, regardless what is going on around you, what is happening on the inside of you, regardless of frustration, challenges. It's when we lift that praise to the Lord. It is a weapon of warfare, and we praise Him because of who He is and also for what He does, and He is so faithful. So this will do it for this episode. Again, we will continue the conversation with overcoming adversity with part two on the next episode. If you've been blessed by this podcast, we ask that you do two things. First, make sure that you subscribe. When you subscribe, you can receive a notice whenever a new episode is released. Second, share this podcast on social media. Make sure to tag us by including at Hope Church Today in your Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram post. And you will be entered in a monthly drawing for a free gift. We'll randomly select anyone that, that posts and that shares um, this podcast in their social media. And this will help us get the message of hope out to others. So thank you so much for tuning in. And remember that through Jesus, there is hope for today. God bless. Thank you for listening. For more information, visit our website at hopechurchtoday.com.